All right, I guess we're live. Well, here we go. We got uh, Julian coming on in just a second here. So this is technically part two with Julian and I. Uh, we did a podcast a couple weeks ago. Uh, but anyway, so Julian Prieto is coming on here. He is uh, someone who's inspired me a lot in the, the fitness space. Um, you, you should seriously, you should see how strong this dude is, this dude's work ethic. Anyway, um, I'm excited to chat with him again. So I think uh, for those of you who join us, I want you to put a lot of questions in the chat because we are going to be, well, we're going to be giving both my perspective and his perspective on fitness. But it's going to be really cool because I think both of us have uh, sort of a different, like a different approach, a different style, right? So uh, let's see. It looks like he's he's joining. What's up, Julian? How you doing? Um, anyway, I'll keep rambling here until you're able to join. The technical difficulties are always the, the hardest part of this. So um, anyway, uh, like, I, like I was saying, we're going to talk about, you know, a lot of different things, uh, fitness, nutrition related, but it should be really fun just because we have different, um, different styles, different perspectives. And uh, let's see. All right. He's requesting to join. View. Go. What's up, everybody? Carlos, how you doing? Good to see you. Feel free to put your questions. Well, let's see. There he is. Sean, my brother. How are you, man? Great. Doing great. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you pretty good. Okay, right, sweet. sweet. You know, all right. That was easier. That was easier than I thought. Yeah, it's not too hard. Yeah, the funniest part about this right now is that I actually have. Uh, I literally have a whey protein container that I'm using to hold this phone up. So you know, this live. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Good to see you, Likewise. man. Good to see you, dude. I've been watching your stories and stuff, and. Um, yeah, I see you got a couple new things going. So I know you're running a lot, right? Yes. And then um, you also got a new strength coach. Is that right? I do. Yeah, yeah. So uh, he's been watching me. He's been keeping an eye on me, and every every uh, every couple of days, just gives me a thumbs up. And he's been uh, he knows more about me than I thought, you know. So he uh, he just approached me, showed me his credentials, uh, showed me how he took guys from where they're at to the next level, and then right away he just looked me from head to toe, and he's like, "Do that." you're using 50% of your potential. I could, I could, I could really help you. So he, he didn't, he didn't want a dollar. He just uh, told me that he sees, uh, you know, my drive, my passion, my intensity, my dedication and my discipline. That's value enough. He just said, uh, you know, every day I show up just, and I, and I give it all I got. And he asked me different styles of trainings and I, I didn't even really know like the specific details behind it. I just show, told him what I was doing, how I was doing it. And then, yeah. Uh, Told him I go to failure every set. Um, I'd like to increase my, uh, you know, every every week, regardless of how I feel. I'd like to uh, add some more weight, you know. And I told him that it's just the way I got stronger was uh, you just got to spend more time under the bar. That's it. I was just telling people you got to spend more time under that bar, and you got to uh, work out with somebody, uh, you know, a a, uh, a good, um, you know, workout partner, somebody who's constantly pushing you. You know, never live with ego, always, you know, form over weight and then uh, have somebody spotting you. And so, yeah, I'm excited. I've been with him for like probably like three or four days now. And he's just like, today's workout was just brutal. Like, it was gnarly. And I still, I still got my running, still got my miles in a little slower than I thought, but still pushed the pace and mm -hmm. got close to six in today. It's crazy too because when he says you're only you like you are only hitting fifty percent of your potential because like I look at you and I'm like this dude is maxing out his potential like for those people who are gonna tune into this like Julian is is so freaking strong because I mean I see you like repping out three fifteen in the bench and stuff yeah, yeah. so like 
Did he mean, does he mean then that you're going to be repping out 6.30 on the bench? Is that what he means? By he, uh, <laughs> well, he, uh, he says within a couple months, like 405 for rep should be, should be the goal. So I'm, 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 I'm excited. I know, I know I can get 365 up. I know, uh, I know I could do it. And uh, I'm just, you know, his, he has different, you know, methods and pointers. Like today's workout was it, was, it was pretty crazy. It was brutal. And I could see that if I push that pace for three or four months, then it's it's 100% possible. Like 400 bench presses right around the corner with this style. So okay. I'm, I'm well, excited for it. Okay. Yeah. And when you were talking about more time under the bar, you mean just like time under tension in general, you know, is that kind of like the principle that he's following or... Um, well, it's uh today we today it was a very good conversation because uh, my whole style and method was like you got to do more sets, you got to do more reps. That's how that's how you increase your strength and that'll increase uh you know there's there's different builders and shapers. So for one month I would hit a bunch of building workouts and then I would do shapers, right? So it's like that that was my method and uh, you know he told me like dude the amount of reps you do the amount of sets you do those don't even matter it's how you feel after every set so okay. and it was very interesting mm. to me because he was adding weight and i was doing i wasn't keeping tension on my muscle as much as he was he was guiding me to do like i would do full extension like down on the bicep sometimes he's like no stop like 80 percent just you always want to keep that tension on the muscle and i can already tell within like three or four days um fuck i haven't been this sore to be honest i really haven't and uh i i, I feel different muscles uh, a little bit more sore than they used to be so uh i'm excited his name is basil my buddy sam he's watching this right now he's the one who uh, actually set it up and introduced us and uh, made it happen so i'm excited to uh you know see how far i can take, take my strength because because it's already pretty high yeah, <laughs> definitely because he would I told him I'm pretty strong, and he just told me, well, compare to what and compare to who? So I was just kind of like, like well, this is going to be interesting. So my food portions, exactly. so we kind of made some adjustments with my protein and my carbs, not so much. Fats, we're going to increase that. We're still going to keep my body fat down. And then mm -hmm. uh, so I'm pretty excited on, uh, you know, what's, what's to come in the near future. Yeah, we'll have to go, you know, and I think when maybe when we chat, you know, we'll have to have a day where we just chat like really nitty gritty details about all this stuff. And that like that aspect, too, just in terms of lifting, like, you know, he's talking about how how, you know, the number of sets, number of reps is not even necessarily that important. It's about how you feel after each set. And that's actually an interesting concept to me because I'm someone who like I do focus on, OK, yeah, how many reps and sets am I going to be doing, whether I'm training for strength or you know, hypertrophy as opposed to just pure strength. But but that's interesting. Um, and so when he says how you feel after the set, just uh, muscle supposed to just feel more fatigued or like? You know, it's, pretty, it's like if you're flexing, like if you're flexing muscle for a very long period of time. So I would I would go for sets and reps because that's just, that was just my style. I, I, like, I like the fact that I could, uh, you know, lift heavy yeah. weight and for multiple reps. But, you know, I, I just got schooled the last couple of days that your body doesn't even, your body almost doesn't know. Like if you, you go to failure, that's, that's, that's the whole point behind this, this new training of the uh, hypertrophy method that we're doing here. So I'm definitely increasing my weight and we're still keeping the reps really, really low. So I'm still going to failure just at a, just at a higher volume. So, uh, excuse me, a higher intensity. So, 
Okay. That's uh, that's what we're doing here. So I'm doing I'm doing weight now. Where uh, you know he's like, come on, we're gonna do ten to twelve reps, and I'm thinking in the back of my head, holy shit, I think I can only do four or five. So I'm definitely yeah. I'm definitely uh, kind of got put into a a whole new bracket of uh, you know an uncomfortable area. But um, this is where I thrive though. If I'm not uncomfortable, yeah. then I don't I don't I don't really feel that I'm you know maxing myself out. And it was just uh, it was pretty cool that it happened a couple of days before you know before our conversation because. It's, uh, I'm going to learn a lot from him. I'm going to be talking to you and showing you and sharing you guys a lot more what I learned. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see how far I can take my body. So he, uh, we took my shirt off, went upstairs, kind of just like checked me out, saw, uh, you know, my weak points, uh, told him a lot about my workouts. We had a good, like two hour conversation in the last like, couple of days. And now, um, he said, uh, he's like the, uh, scientist and I'm his experiment. So we're going to, you know, take this as far as I could. So I'm still, yep. I love that. Well, and you're a good subject for the experiment. He's, he knows you're going to work harder than everybody. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Definitely. So that's exactly. He knows right. you're going to yeah. do what you tell you. Yeah, he sees it. He, I love and he sees it every day. He's a, he's he's a, a very serious individual. He's a man of few words. He uh, professional strength and conditioning coach, tons of credentials. He was Mister uh, San Diego in Texas for like two or three years, and he knows my style. He knows that I'm still real flexible. I go for the, uh, you know, for the longevity part of things. So he, you know, I'm going to be working with him two to three times a week. And then we're going to do uh, legs together, chest together, back to big muscle groups. And then, uh, so I'm pretty excited to see how far, you know, we're going to take this. So we're a good fit. And then, like I said, everything that he shows and teaches me, I'm, I'm definitely going to you know, be sharing on here to the rest of the audience and yourself. Love it, man. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, I really am. And um, just for the people watching, too, if you have questions, feel free to drop them in the comments. I'll try to kind of monitor the comments as well. But... Um, you know, like I said, Julian, what I kind of want to do actually for this uh, live is I actually want to like have you walk us through just like the, what you do on a day-to-day -day basis in terms of your exercise routine, you know, what you're eating and drinking, what you're putting into your body. I know you're doing a lot of sauna and stuff like that. Um, so I feel like you're, you know, like me, for example, I consider myself a biohacker, right? Someone who's trying to always hack our biology, so to speak, and try to improve ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually every day. Definitely. You know, I got these goofy orange glasses on, right? Um, but I, I see you as someone who's doing tons of these things, you know, whether it's sauna, whether it's, you know, eating. I saw, okay, so today I saw you eating, it was, it was raw venison, right? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I saw you had, you had the same one, too, the day before. Ah, okay, but see, I cook mine, though. I'm not, I, <laughs> I don't do the raw stuff. But, okay, so talk to me more about that. I know you do eat some raw stuff. Right? I do. Yeah, if I'm eating it by myself, I, I have no problem. I just I just take it down the hatch. I, I eat my eggs raw sometimes. If my girlfriend wants some of it, then I'll cook it, obviously. Yeah. But uh, I just I, I just really experiment with it. I did some experiment with it. I just ate it, see how I digest it. Everything's fine. See how my body would handle it. And, uh I really didn't see much of a difference whether it was cooked or raw. So I just, I, I just, I enjoy the flavor. Mm -hmm. um, I don't see much of like, uh, I don't see like a huge benefit from it besides it being cooked. So it's kind of like, it's just the same thing to me. You know, I have pretty plain taste buds, so I don't have to make it anything taste fancy or any of that. I just, I eat according to my goals. So that's, that's, that's more my lifestyle. That's what I do. If it has nothing to do with my goals and I, I pretty much avoid it, eliminate all distractions. And uh, most of the foods I eat, I tell people to eat real foods. What does that mean? Um, foods that are, it's energized from the sun. So if the food was energized from the sun, a uh, few amount of ingredients, that's, that's what I consume. Like if it was processed or made in the lab or the sun had nothing to do with it, then that's, that's 
how I can tell or people can tell the difference between, you know, real and fake food. So I try to uh, consume the best of the best food. That's where most of my money is spent on high quality foods. Right. Um, I, that's something I do not shortcut or do not cheat or don't recommend anybody else to. I try to eat whole foods. Um, I've been eating four meals a day too, by the way, four meals a day. I, I haven't really seen a big difference in uh, the four to five meals a day. I'll probably go down to three pretty soon since I'm going to eat big portion meals. Yeah. So, okay. uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm actually, and just to like just go off on a little tangent on this for the people watching might be interested in fitness, bodybuilding, whatever. Um, you know, yeah, that whole debate about, you know, three meals a day versus four versus five meals a day. It's interesting because when we talked in our podcast a couple weeks ago, you know, you talked about how, you know, you typically have been doing five meals a day. And I talked about how I really, for the most part, I'm just eating three meals a day right now. Um, but I, I mean, I will say in my experience, you know, doing this and kind of tracking macronutrients for the past two or three years, I would say that for most of us, like if you want to get optimal results for people listening in terms of, you know, just, yeah, body composition, uh, having as much muscle and as little fat as possible, probably like the five meals a day plan may be the best way to do it. I mean, I just struggle to do that because I don't really like the lifestyle that much. It kind of depends what works for you. But anyway, I just kind of wanted to go off on that tangent for a second. But yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I love how you always bring up the, you know, just the, yeah, anything that's energized by the sun. I'll have to think more about that. I feel like my uh, my tortillas are not energized by the sun always, but. Uh. <laughs> yeah, no, same here. Same here. You got to have those tortillas. Yeah, definitely. And, and just, to, um, yeah, just one thing to make it, uh, you know, we're talking about food and carnivore and animals. And uh, just one thing that I wanted to make clear, like uh, something my dad taught me when I was really young, because we, I pretty much been on an animal based diet, you know, my whole life. And, uh, he just uh, was big on telling me to uh, just always honor the animal, you know, just make sure that we're consuming something that had to sacrifice its life for us to, you know, to nourish our body, strengthen our bones and give us, you know, energy to continue to live. So that, I'm really big on that. I understand that uh, something had to die for and sacrifice for me to be able to eat. So I'm really huge on that. I just, I don't just loosely throw it around and show off meat and Mm -hmm. organs or any eggs that I eat or chicken or I, I just really, uh, I pray every, between every meals, uh, before every meal, sorry. And I just, I really honor the animal and I just thank it for being able to, uh, you know, sacrifice for me to be able to put that into my body. And then, uh, and then I feel like I got some of that of nature inside me. And then I go out and I perform and, you know, something about whatever animal that was, I just, you know, just make sure to give thanks every single day before every meal. So I just want to make that clear. 100%, brother. Yeah. And I think that uh, obviously, you know, here in the US, especially, we have a big issue with just wasting a lot of food, not valuing, you know, not only animal foods, but all, all sorts of foods, right? So, so yeah, I'm glad that you bring that up. And I think that just as it relates to like fitness and nutrition, for example, I think that this is probably because I know how locally you eat, right? You know, you're getting you guys have your own farm, essentially, right? You've got chickens, you know, your own eggs, things like that. Um, you know, I know how, how clean you eat and just how very little processed food you have. And I think that this is probably something that, uh, you know, this is something that just most people, we, we just, we aren't doing that. And that's why we're not achieving our fitness goals as much as someone like you is. So anyway, you know, props to you again for, Thank you. for achieving you've achieved with it. Yeah, that's exactly um, right. You know, most, uh, like, uh, you know, like they say, everybody says it, nobody really does it though, but like you, mm -hmm you will never outwork a bad diet, 
right? And it's just 100% clear because most of the results, you know, they come from the kitchen. Everything is is based on the the food you're consuming. So I see people in the gym, they show up every single day. They have no problem showing up to the gym. They're really excited about that big bench press day. They're really excited about that, you know, the buddy that came to come train with him. And the only thing I'm thinking about the entire time watching this is like, man, I hope that dude has that same exact energy in front of the, the food he's going to eat. You know, I hope he really is, uh, you know, applying himself outside of the gym as much as he is inside of the gym. And it shows because you can't, you know, you can't, you can't hide it. So I make sure to, you know, as much as I push myself in the gym, I make sure to go out and I have to really, uh, you know, like, get as many nutrients inside of my body as I possibly can. And that's why I think I could recover pretty fast. My recoveries are very quick. So, yeah, and I, yeah, and this is, yeah, since we're on that topic, this is always something that's, uh, that's super interesting for me because when I look at someone like you, uh, and we've talked about this before, you know, like you are putting in work, dude. I mean, like, okay, I know you're lifting hard every day. Now you're running hard every day. You know, I know you work a, a job that involves a lot of manual labor as well. So you're someone who's, you're putting a toll on your body every day, but you're able to recover from it. And I think that there's definitely an aspect of it that comes from the nutrition, obviously, and eating good quality foods and the right amount. I was even thinking, I'm wondering, I'm like, what else does Julian do that maybe I need to do more? I was even thinking about sauna. Like, like how long have you been doing sauna for regularly? Well, before, I recently started doing it again the last, uh, like, month and a half. And I try to go every day, but I'm, I'm in there five days a week minimum. Okay. Like five days a week minimum. So a lot of my recovery is, uh, you know, I do my ice baths. I haven't done one in two weeks, but I do my ice baths for recovery. I do my saunas for recovery. But uh, what I think is most important for recovery, for everybody watching this, is sleep. That is the most important recovery that you can do. Like, nothing compares to it. So if I, I work really hard. So there's days I, I, I don't take off for, like, three weeks at a time. But if I know I'm going to have a, you know, a slower day at work, or, and once a month I just turn my phone off, don't set my alarm, I let my body just completely reset, I get as much sleep as I possibly can. And... Uh, and during, during the week, uh, if I do have a short day, I'll come home, make sure the animals are taken care of, make sure any chores need to get done, and then I'll, I'll squeeze in an hour to two hours of a nap. I'll make, I really make sure to, uh, you know, because my body depends on it, so I can't just completely continue to redline myself constantly. But I do, I do put in countless hours, so there will be times where I'm like, okay, well, I could binge out on this Netflix show or I can get two hours of sleep. And, I, and I'm just thinking about my body, my recovery, so I'll, yeah. I'll make sure to – you know, get my rest, you know, in between a slow work week. But, yeah, I'm constantly giving it all I got every single day. I wrote a contract. I was looking for it earlier, but I uh, two years ago, I, I really wrote down my goals and what I want to do and how I want to accomplish it. And I told myself one thing that uh, I, I can't let my feelings get in the way, regardless of how I feel, like that is put aside. So I really wrote out very detailed, specific what I want to do, how I want to do it, and then I signed it. And then since that day, I just I haven't stopped. I have not stopped. Mm -hmm. I love it, man. Good for you. Yeah, and, and you know, on the, the sleep topic, I think I would, I, would, I would say that that's something that I prioritize as well. I mean, it's, um, well, that's actually one thing I always tell people is the reason that I wear these blue light blocking glasses is because it doesn't matter what I'm doing in the evening. You know, like I usually am on my phone or something until right before I go to bed. But when I have these things on, it just almost kind of like puts me as you know, it, it, it makes it so I can't binge out on Netflix, so to speak, because I just honestly, like, I can't stay awake with these things on past a certain hour. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, I mean, I think for all of us, yeah, I mean, I'm glad you said that, because sleep, 
like when you get into all this stuff that's fitness and health related, sleep for, for most things is still like the most important thing, whether it's our fitness, body composition goals, whether it's, you know, how we feel, obviously our overall health, like sleep will solve so many problems. That's right. So, it will. That's right. And uh, um, I, don't, I don't necessarily get the longest amount of hours of sleep at a time, but my, the, uh, the quality of sleep, I'm out. Like, 100%. so I'm completely out. As soon as I lay down, like I can lay down at any time and I'm just all crashed right out. And then when that alarm clock yeah. goes off, I'm another day to keep going. What tips would you give people for, for getting better quality sleep? Well, uh, first, first of all, you got to physically exhaust yourself. Yeah. Because a lot of people say I have sleep problems, but I'm like, well, how much did you do throughout the day to earn that sleep? Yes. So I, I think a good night's rest is earned through physical activity. So uh, mm -hmm. a lot of people like to stay up late, screen suck, go through their phones. Uh, reading really helps me. So I've been reading lately at night, and uh, it kind of starts putting me in the, like, I stayed up a couple hours too many a couple nights ago, but uh, sleep really helps. But number one, physical activity, you know, mm -hmm. physical activity some uh, hot showers I'll take a real hot shower it'll kind of relax my body and I'll just make sure to keep all the lights real dim and then I'm kind of mentally preparing myself for okay this is time time to start slowly getting ready to go to sleep but number one physical activities but what works for me right yeah I think for me I mean that's a big one I, for me it's a morning workout seeing the sunrise in the morning helps a lot but yeah I, I do hear that a lot people will talk about like sleep issues but yeah if we if we move our bodies, if we work hard throughout the day, and I also think that, you know, getting outside and, and, and seeing some natural light during the day, as opposed to just all these artificial lights we have in settings like this, is a big one as well. So That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, well, let, let's take me through it a little bit, because like I said, I'm fascinated by the way that people, you know, like successful people like you live their lives day to day, right? Like people who are just crushing it, you know, physically and mentally. I'm fascinated by how, how you structure your daily life and your routines. And by the way, people listening, like I said, feel free to drop comments. I'll try to read the comments if we end up having any. Um, drop a question down there for Julian or for me. But um, so, so like, how do you start your day typically? I know you're waking up real early at, at three typically. Um, like, like what's happening then? Your coffee, pre-workout, workout, how, how's it go? Yeah, three o'clock every day. That's uh, that's what time my alarm set. Everything I really do is a uh, it's it's real routine based. So I like to keep it real simple. I don't like to complicate my days. Same with work. Um, but yeah, three a.m. I get up, and then I just kind of tap my girlfriend, tell her, "Hey, good morning. Time to get up. Let's go." Yeah. You know, some she's, days she's just yeah. like, some days yeah. it's a no. Some guy, days she just hops right up. And then uh, yeah, after that, I go to the gym and uh. I just start mentally preparing myself as soon as I wake up. On, on I just start planning my day, and, and I don't really overthink anything. I think that's where I have the advantage in a lot of people. I just uh, I'm really good at like I used to try to multitask a lot. And I like to try to do I used to try to do two things at the same time, and it, it, it really never got me that far that much more further ahead. And then I just I started slowing down. I just started slowing down, and I noticed I was covering a lot more ground. I was getting more done. I was more focused. Um, I was more clear minded. Um, then I get to the gym at four. And as soon as I go to the gym, I'm already mentally unprepared. I'm already, I'm going through my workouts in my head already. So I can already see what I'm doing, how I'm going to do it. If the machine's ticking that I'm going to do, I already know what plan B is. So a lot of people say yep. not to have a plan B, but I personally, I'm always ready for plan B just in case. If the gym's closed, um, I know exactly where I'm going. Going straight to the beach, going to go run, do some push-ups, pull-ups. 
and then uh but yeah i usually do an intense hour to hour and a half of uh uh my workout in the morning really heavy compound movements i like to hit the weight room that's uh every day no matter what some days when i'm real tired i go a little bit lighter but i'm still in there and then yeah. uh then i get back home the time i leave the gym is like six by six o'clock if my girlfriend's with me she's already letting me know hey time to go if not i'll be there till like seven. If not, I'll be in there till like seven by myself or just talking to a couple guys at the gym and uh, giving pointers and feedback and just learning off each other. And then, uh, but typically I get home around, uh, sometimes I eat before the gym, sometimes I don't. Um, when I do eat, the, my meal of choice is just a protein shake, getting 50 grams of protein, maybe a piece of toast with some honey, and then I'll get in there. And then after that, I get home like seven o'clock, seven thirty, seven thirty a.m. And then by that time, I'm already texting my brother or he's texting me. Uh, he's watching this right now, Tony. Much love. So he, uh, so we'll, uh, he'll either text me or I'll text him. What up, dude? Good morning. Every day it's a good morning text, and then, uh, then we start just planning our work day. And he knows, he knows what I do. He supports everything I do. So at any time, if, uh, if we're at work and I gotta take a phone call or text or help somebody, um, that's you know we have a good understanding with that. But um, and then we're already ready. We're set. We know where the job is. We know where the address is. We know what tools we need. We know that we know what materials we need. We have the the blueprint, the schedule, the budget. Uh, what guys are helping us, what trades are helping us. So that stuff's already taken care of the day before. So I really used today to prepare for tomorrow. And that's really what started helping me. So I started building momentum that way. And then, uh, so I know what workouts I do. Some days I write out my entire workouts just to see, just to, just to see it on paper, what I'm going to do, how I'm going to do it. I'm going to push myself. And then uh, after that, we go to work. Some days we have a four to five hour day. Sometimes it's a full eight hour day. Regardless of where the job is and where it's at, we have no problem as far as how far it is. Whatever has to be done, that's that's the, that's the task on hand. So we have a we're very like-minded when it comes to just executing, uh, taking care of the job. Whatever has to be done, we use the right tool for the right job. We never uh, sacrifice our quality for speed. No, we like to use every tool has its purpose. And then, uh, so then I work up until maybe sometimes two, sometimes four. And then I have my lunch box with all my meals in it. I, I drink a gallon to two gallons of water a day. And I, I don't even drink water when I'm thirsty. I just make sure to get it in. There are these right here. This is like 32 ounces of water. So I just, okay. so I'm just chugging these every day, just making sure to stay hydrated, making sure to keep my body fueled. And then, uh, then when I'm heading home, then uh, my girlfriend's already cooking food or I'm eating, you know, chicken breast or egg whites or whatever the case is. We'll stop at Chipotle on the ride home, something that's convenient, get our protein in me. And then when I get home, uh, I'm a little bit tired on the ride home. And then when I get home, it's just all over again. My body just recovered from that half an hour drive home. And I'm ready to rock and roll all over again. And then uh, and I go to the sauna, do some abs, stretch. I'm uh, trying to do the splits. So that's something that I've been working on. So I've, I've been really trying to just, so I know that that's my goal. So if you guys are working towards something, like you have to have purpose behind what you're trying to do. So I'm like, in the morning, I'm like, oh, it's my heavy lifting. And then during work, I make sure I have the right tools. Uh, make sure we have the material for the job. Then when I get home, like holy shit, I gotta go stretch out of the sauna. And then uh, there's really no off button up until up until you know seven thirty or eight p.m. And then uh, next thing you know, um, I'm just reading this comment right here. Got yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Tony put up a comment. He says I, I work side by side with him on a daily basis. The dude never gets tired. Yeah, and I'm gonna come back to that. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> so uh, and then I. Yeah, I'll get back to that. But as a kid, I used to get tired a lot, and I could never compete with these guys, right? That was it. During Pop Warner and during my uh, Little League days, I noticed that all these guys had a lot more talent than me, and I could never keep up. 
And uh, it wasn't up, up until I was in high school, my weightlifting coach, he told me, like, dude, it's okay if they have more talent than you. <clears throat> it's okay if they have more talent than you. Just outwork them. Like, and the way he said it was just so normal. Just outwork them. And I was like, holy shit. It just really, it never left me. It never left me. Like, if somebody has more talent than you, Julian, all you have to do is outwork them. Like, and he made it seem like it wasn't a big deal. But he knew how he was saying it to me for it to just really, you know, just hit that spot and just really push me and, it never left. It never went away. It never went away. And uh, that's my coach Stone. Um, he, uh, his name was Coach Stone. He's a weightlifting coach in high school. Really, really has a lot to do with my mentality. And uh, and then my dad had us in martial arts for a couple of years. We did some karate and some uh, kickboxing and some muay thai. And uh, our instructor, he told me, uh, he came up to me, called me over, and he just said, "Hey, when they're training, uh, when you're training, they're training harder. And when you're sleeping, they're training." You know, he just kind of put yeah. that in my head. So I think of both those guys every time it gets real. I, I think about those guys. So like, okay, it's about to get real. It's about to get tough. And then I just think about those two quotes in my head. And the next thing you know, I'm just, I'm ready to rock and roll. But my recovery time is, is it's a very quick. So I'm excited to see how, how much more I can take my body and push myself as far as endurance and running. And uh, a lot of people don't like to exercise and run if they're trying to, if they're trying to put on muscle. But uh, I'm, mm -hmm. I think I'm going to find a way around that. And I really want to just... <clears throat> Never, like the last time we talked, it was, uh, you know, Cam Haynes is my all-time favorite inspiration. Yeah. And I, I would really like to test myself and get outdoors more because that's, that's where I feel we're most alive is where I'm in nature and I'm outdoors. And that's, that's, that's really my background of, like, who I am and what I do. It's just outdoorsmen, like fishing, camping, hunting, hiking. And the gym, I use it to build muscle, which that's mostly what my, my fitness page is about. But I'm really going to start – I'm really gonna start showing everybody more of my lifestyle. Like I love to have bonfires at night. Like a couple nights ago, I just lit a bonfire. I, I didn't even want to post it or just have my phone out because I just knew that the quality time with my girlfriend was just more important than, you know, showing people like, you know, the bonfire, which which I which it was a nice fire. I really wanted to show it off, but just having mm -hmm. my phone aside for that hour, two hours, I think it's really important too. So I like to uh, document as much as I can and show people my lifestyle and just let them know that it's possible. Just whatever you're after and but the hard work and the challenge is is what i absolutely love the the getting fatigued i'm like okay let's see how far i can push myself before i i gas out and a, a lot of the times it's a lot f further than uh than i imagined so i surprise myself daily i really do so i never look too far ahead i really don't yeah and this is well i i could just tell you know after following you for a while you're just you're really tapped into like that extra gear you know would you say that you just kind of have that extra gear that you can get to whether it's from you know hearing what coach stone said or you know whatever other stuff you just kind of tap into that extra gear and you're like you know what i was starting to feel tired or fatigued whatever but now i can keep going i mean is that kind of that's what you say you have that's, that's that's exactly what it is i i know that sometime throughout the day i'm, I'm gonna feel that i'm gonna feel that that speed bump and that's what i just i just really start my focus my breathing really helped me that's 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 what got that's what really has gotten me out of every tough situation as i just i focus on my breath and i just tell myself like you know a lot of times it's like they just could be thoughts and one time a lot of stuff that my aunt tells me she's a really spiritual i talk to her pretty often she just tells me like you're she tells me Mimo, you are not your thoughts right you are not your thoughts so don't you don't have to believe every thought that comes through your head like you could just live live outside your mind like and and focus on the task on hand and that's something that i just i start to do that when uh when i feel a little bit tired when it's like a big set or a big run 
or like during like a long tattoo session or something that's just like painful that you have to kind yeah. of get over. I, I really just start to like, um, mm -hmm. I really start to, to, you know, mentally feel it. And then uh, that's, that's, that's when it gets real. And then as soon as I'm past that, that's where I get that second wind or that runner's high. And then I just really start, I just pick up the pace. I, I get better as I get more tired. I, I notice that. I like that because, see, I like talking about this stuff because it makes me think of things that I haven't really thought of before because I feel like, okay, like this concept of, you know, like your grandma taught you, you, you are not your thoughts, right? Like we are not our thoughts. We recognize our thoughts, but we are not the thoughts themselves, right? right? So you, know, you have to observe them. And, and this is something that I like apply when I, when I meditate, for example, but it's not really something I've applied in the gym. Now I'm kind of thinking like, hmm, okay. Because obviously, like, if I'm doing a set and I'm getting tired, I've done 10, 12 reps of something, whatever, my legs are tired, I'm squatting, and it's like, okay, I, I better stop in, you know, one or two more. I almost wonder, like, what would happen if I just said, okay, well, I don't necessarily have to, like, believe that thought, you know? Definitely. Um, like, there, there, there's maybe a limit in the times where we have to say, like, okay, let's stay safe with the lifting and whatever exercise we're doing. But that's really interesting. I'm going to have to ponder that one a little bit more. That's, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, especially especially when my girlfriend would like hold the phone and she's like, "Going to record this set," and uh, I'm I'm gassed. I'm like, "Damn, that was my last one." So I'm just like, "Actually, yes, let's do it." Yes, like thank you for bringing uh, it up. And I and then I add weight on it too. And I just really that that's when I really start my sets is when I'm absolutely exhausted. Like then then it, it just really shows me who I am. Like when people say like adversity introduces a man to himself, a lot of people like to just loosely use that term, but it's, right. it gets real and it's serious. Like I, I really, I show up there. I give it all I got every day. Like even on some of my worst days, I, I've outperformed almost everybody there. And it just really, it's just my normal though. So I'm just kind of like, okay, it's, it's just really, uh, I just really like to challenge myself. Whatever I did yesterday, I like to outdo today. And then I'm just kind of just, feeding off myself. What did I do yesterday? How did I feel yesterday? What did I do when I felt this way the last time? And I just really like to, uh, like when I get these bad thoughts in my head, I really like to, uh, physical activity really helps, right? But uh, when, when you can't go anywhere and you still have these bad thoughts, what do you do? I just, then I just focus, I concentrate on that breath and I'm just like breathing. I'm like, okay, so that's the only way I, I kind of like combat those negative thoughts. It's just, it's just relentless hard work and I'm just pushing and pushing and you know, something my dad told me when I was little, he's like, well, you don't, you know, you don't have to like, you don't have to wait to feel good to work out. Just start working out and then you'll probably start feeling good. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. What, what, what is your, what's your body feel like in terms of like soreness on a regular basis? You know, I mean, do you get a lot of, yeah, how much soreness do you typically get? How quickly does it go away? I mean, like, when does it usually happen? I'm sore for I'm sore for about a full day. I have no pain in my joints. Thank God, I have no pain in my mm -hmm. joints. Right? Uh, it's just mostly, mostly in, in the muscles. If you're if you're lifting right and you know what you're doing, then you should be sore only in like the muscle groups that you hit. So, um, probably about a full day. I'm like I'm really like going into the gym tomorrow. I'm probably going to be really sore for for chest. Um, but after a couple warm up sets and I have like elastic band, I start warming up. I start. I do a really, really good warm up. That's something I never avoid. I never avoided a warm up set, and uh, I'll be in there for sometimes five minutes, sometimes fifteen minutes, depending on depending on the preparation of how long is that to take for me to you know be able to perform. So I really listen to my body. So those those like thoughts that you're not supposed to listen to. Sometimes it's like no, they're, they're telling you to, to to stretch a couple more minutes. It's just to make sure uh, you know you get a proper warm up. But I've, I'm always big on warm up, even on big construction sites where we're on. We we don't let the guys just start. We really, 
you know, make sure everyone's hydrated, everybody's stretch. You know, the goal is to go home every day safe so we can come back and perform again tomorrow. So that's, that's, yeah. the, whole, that's the whole goal behind it. Like, you know, there's nothing cool with uh, putting your health on the line. There's nothing cool with blowing a shoulder out on a bench press. Like, that's, that's not what we're here for. We're trying to lift and keep this, uh, keep this body for as long as we possibly can and as healthy as we can. So I'm in it for the longevity part of things, and I'm willing to go the, uh, the harder route, the uphill battle, and uh, the natural route. And, um, and that's where Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, you know, I love hearing all that, man, because, like, I think there is kind of a debate in the fitness space between, like, you know, listen to your body on the one hand versus, like, just do it on the other hand. And I think that you're striking a good balance between, you know, sometimes you are able to, like, take it to that next level and say, okay, this is a time to push. But then also, yeah, like you said, listen to your body. If you're, if you're really sore going into something, okay, stretch it out for more time or you know, you talked about how you do go lighter on some days than on other days. See, this is actually, okay, so this is a point that I've found that's very useful for me over like the last two years is, you know, I, I work out every day as well. And I've actually found that, yeah, instead of taking like a full day off, oftentimes the best thing that we can, the, the best thing we can do for our body, just in terms of recovery is to do just a lighter workout, just kind of go through the same motions with half the weight, whatever, whether it's a little higher reps, or, you know, just slowing it down, practicing the movements, keeping the body movement, the body moving oftentimes is the best thing we can do. You don't put too much stress on it. It's better than sitting on a couch. That's exactly know? right. So. That's exactly right. And uh, this is uh, something I learned in high school, right? There's a difference between hurt, sore, and tired, right? So th 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 these are huge. This is a big, big point here. So there's a difference between hurt, sore, and tired. So if you're hurt, you stop, right? Immediately stop. Right. If you're sore, then, uh, you know, you go a little lighter, you know, just go a little bit lighter. You know, there's no you don't have to go as you don't have to max out like you did last week. You know? So and if you're uh, that's hurt, if you're sore and if you're tired, you snap out of it and you push yourself. And you, you get you get to it. Right. You go yeah. on my story, you look at what I'm doing and you get right back to work. So mm -hmm. those those are those are three huge um you know, hurt, sore, and tired. Those are something really big that I learned, you know, you know, prior to lifting some heavy weight and really pushing myself and listening to my body. So that's, when you listen to your body, those are the main three, those are the main three uh, subjects that I focus on, hurt, sore, and tired. Those, those are the three that uh, a lot of people, they don't really know the difference in any of them. So yeah. once again, if you're hurt, stop. If you're tired, you know, snap out of it. If you're sore, go a little lighter. Mm -hmm. So that's my advice to people who, want to say what do i do and i'm listening to my body so that's really what works for me and i think would help a lot of people love it yeah and talk to me more about the uh the running for example so i know that um you know in addition to the lifting now you're going to be doing you're going to be running are you going to be running every day uh for five six plus miles or what's the plan there well i'm gonna i'm gonna probably do a five to six days a week. i'm gonna try to go every day i am and on leg day i i know myself i'm gonna i'm gonna get in there i'm gonna crush it yeah. So for whatever reason, if I, uh, the days that I can't run, I'm still going to walk, you know, I'm still going to get in a mile or two walking around the house, just get my body moving, get the blood flow going. Um, so I'm always up for new challenges, right? That's, that's, that's me. A lot of people know me as that. I'm always up for a new challenge. And, um, so a couple months ago, I was talking to a gentleman in the gym and then he's 62 years old and he's ran 47 marathons. So, and when we had this conversation, conversation it just really hit me i was just like wow that's like high praise like if i can do one of those i i would you know just 
just like the emotion behind it, like the preparation to get ready for something like that. I'm like, wow, like just imagine, like I thought what I was doing was, was, you know, was pretty intense. And this dude just absolutely just like, he had a marathon shirt and a marathon hat and he explained everything to me. And uh, so he really, you know, but I'd run in the past. I'd run three or four miles in the morning, three or four miles at night, just to get my body moving and enjoy it. Like I said earlier, it's just places, it's, it's somewhere where I have to go mentally. That's why I enjoy running most. Right, it's because it's it's the people don't like it because for whatever reason. But it's like, well, if it if it's pushing you and it's challenging you, like accept that challenge and you should run. And, and I think everybody should be able to run. I think every man should be able to run three or four miles in case he has to run to higher ground or run to safety or you know protect his family for whatever reason. But I think I think I think running is very important for the human body. I think our anatomy we were designed to run, whether it's long distance or. Uh, really fast, you know, like short speed endurance, but running is definitely what we were designed to do. So that's something that I, I'm not going to avoid. And uh, so I just started stepping it up lately. I just, uh, I'm going to go five days a week for sure. And I'm going to run for an hour at a time. So I didn't, haven't run in two months. Yesterday I put in like seven miles. I think it was close to seven miles this morning. Uh, today I did a five and a half and uh, I'm a little sore and I'm tired and I feel it. But I know with a good night's rest, tomorrow morning, I'm ready to go all over again. So yeah, I did, you, I did. you're going to turn into a real, the next Cameron Haynes, I mean, with all this stuff. I mean, you got like almost all of the, the aspects of his life like dialed in. I mean, I because he runs, what, like 20 miles every day? I mean, yeah. it's almost like a marathon yeah. every day, right? And, and I know I can get up there. I really do. I know I can get up there because I thought long and hard, Sean. I really did. And I thought, okay, well. Well, who's the next generation, right? There's we have the, the older generations of the Jockos and the Goggins and the Cameron Haynes, but I'm just like I'm looking at I'm looking at our generation now, and I'm like, okay, there's, you know, who's who's these newcomers coming up? Like, where are they? And that's that's where I kind of voluntarily raised my hand and said, like, hey guys, I'm willing to step up to the plate and hold myself accountable, and uh, really put myself out there and get on camera and say what I'm going to do and show it every single day, and uh, that's that's what I'm preparing myself to do a marathon in 2026 and i think uh i'm gonna do great i know i'm gonna crush it um there's a there's a one of my buddies who i just recently met in the gym his name's eddie and he's a very like-minded individual and uh you know we're gonna do some we're gonna do some big runs pretty soon and just really push ourselves and challenge ourselves but i'm just i have an interest on how far the human body can go that's more what i'm most passionate mm -hmm. about like when it comes to strength training endurance like like steep hiking, uh, trekking, in, uh, you know, rucking in the mountains for uh, miles at a time, hunting, like just going out there and just, you know, just really pushing ourselves like, to the absolute limit. So that's uh, like the show 14 Peaks. I don't know if you've seen that on Netflix, 14 Peaks. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, I haven't seen it though. Yeah. It's brutal. It's like, it almost shows you how, how much you're leaving on the table and how little you're doing every single day. Like there's, there's levels to this game. And I'm like, I think I'm doing a lot. And then I just go on someone else's Instagram. I'm like, dude, this guy's crushing it. So, mm -hmm. but that, that's really my goal to just really challenge myself and push myself and see how far I can, I can really take myself and, and just different, different styles of working out. Yeah, that's really interesting. And especially when you talk about like the next generations of whether it's the Jockos, Goggins, the Cameron Haynes, because you know, these people, that do things like this, you know, number one, they're an inspiration, but then they're also, yeah, they're, they're testing the limits. They're showing what the human body is capable of. Um, and what do you think? So, you know, cause I know that you're obviously like in a great spot in life in a lot of ways. 
what do you what is the biggest like for people watching who you know might be inspired by what you do like what is the, the biggest value you get from it whether it's like psychological or you know in terms of yeah pushing yourself to the limits and and taking on all these challenges well the the thing i love most about it is just is just uh just knowing like how far i can really like like push my limits and really test myself so i i, I really have an interest on like how far i can go and sometimes Sometimes uh, the dreams and goals I have, they kind of scare me a little bit, to be honest, because um, they really do. Like, it's, it's, right. it's not even like, you know, I really say this from the bottom of my heart. Like, I'm just like, holy shit, like, what did I sign up for? Like, I almost think that, like, marathon, like, what a, like, there's no way I could do that. And then that only lasts for a short period of time. And then I just get right back to work. And then I just, like, my confidence level, like, it's not always, it's not always where it's at i have to earn that every day right so i have to put in the amount of work that's required for me to to feel like that person like after a great workout or a great run i'm just like i can do anything i feel that i can do anything i put my mind to and then when i'm at the house and i'm kind of relaxing and uncomfortable like that dude doesn't really have the same amount this the same uh, his goals aren't as high as they they were when uh, you know he wasn't that, that intense that intense workout and that intense cardio session so i i just really like to keep myself I like to keep myself on top of my toes, so that's why I just I don't let myself take any any downtime or off time because I feel that like I don't know where I'll end up if I take one day off. I don't know how. What if I take two days off and then it turns into a six month binge and then all the hard work's gone? But yeah, there's something to be said about that about how not letting yourself slide at all because once you do let your discipline go, then we kind of almost have an excuse to like, oh well, you know, yeah, I could. You know, I slipped up on this, and whether it's like exercise or whether it's you know uh, not eating junk food or you know not drinking alcohol, whatever you're trying not to do, uh, if we let ourselves have like one or two days off, then all of a sudden we have that full week off, right. and then like oh, I took a whole month off, and now I'm totally a different person than the one I wanted to be. So yeah, that's exactly um, right. That's exactly right. And and things, a lot of things that people are not willing to do, I I. I I honestly just volunteer myself, like, okay, I'll do it. And I've always kind of been that way since a kid. Like, I, I just, sometimes it got me in trouble, and sometimes, you know, it got me captain of the baseball team. Like, I'm, I'm willing to step up to the plate. I'll, I'll take on the biggest dude. I'll take on the biggest challenge. Like, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. Like, we're, we're going to make a statement here. Like, if I'm on your team, we're going to win. That's just, that's been my mindset. I've always been a, I've always had a coachable mindset, winning attitude. I'm a professional problem solver. I go to work every day and we're constantly solving problems and constantly just, you know, bouncing up ideas off each other and what we're going to do, how we're going to get this job done, where's the next job coming from. So I'm constantly just solving these problems. So I do that. I just started taking that same mentality on the construction site and I just started just plugging it into my mind when it comes to just pushing myself to working out, to eating healthy, to helping others. Uh, and most importantly, I just want to be, I just want to be, a good human and i just want to make sure that i'm a good role model and a good example to my uh to the younger generation it's like i have tons of nieces and nephews and they, they all look up to me and I, I just i don't want to let them down i won't let them down i'm not going to let my girlfriend down i'm not going to let my family down like i'm not going to get looked at as somebody who like made a bunch of promises and never kept his word to me that just means everything and i have a uh, good ethics good morals um, when i say something i really mean it and i take it to heart and then the, that's what keeps me going though just keeping the promises to myself and really just honoring my word and just like just living every day like if it was my last almost like get up every day and just like every day that goes by the the clock is ticking i tell myself get your ass up the clock is ticking here like i don't need to have some crazy like i don't have to cuss myself out or cuss anybody else out i just have to tell myself dude just just cool. a friendly, 
Yeah, just a friendly reminder, dude, the clock is ticking here. And this valuable time that we have, we are never going to get it back. So, and that's why I just really cherish every moment. And I just slowed myself down as far as just like living in the moment. And I'm doing one thing at a time. Like, and I really just cherish like every day that I'm able to use, you know, my God-given abilities, my limbs, I'm healthy. There's plenty of people in the world right now that will love to be in, in my position and have a warm house and go run and exercise and work out. So how dare me even start to make any excuses on, on why I can't go perform. So mm -hmm. I just, somewhere on the other side of the world, there's somebody exactly like me who's going to refuse to take a day off and he's crushing it. And one day I'm going to meet him and we're going to have to go heads up. And I'm just like, okay, I have to prepare myself for that. Imagine every person who's out there. So whatever you guys have to tell yourself, to psychologically get you in that zone, just do it. Like whatever lie you have to tell yourself or whatever, like, you know, on the run, it's like, okay, like, you know, whatever you have to say to get yourself just to that finish line, that's, that's the goal. Every day I have a finish line and right before I reach it, I get like a two minutes of great job and that finish line just takes off again. So my finish line just, I, I meet it every day and then it just takes off. And then in the morning I know that when I get up, I have to reach that finish line all over again. And some days it's closer than others, and some days it's further than others. But one thing I'm willing to do is just get up, give it all I got every single day. Yeah, well, and you know what I actually want to ask you, because I, like, I'm, I'm like-minded in the sense of, like, let's get up and get after it every day, you know. And, um, and first off, like, obviously at this point you are, like, a hell of a role model for all those people that you just talked about. Um, what Do you have, like, a lot of uh, – more long-term goals i mean like do you do you think about like what you want to be doing or you know who you want to be say like 10 years from now or are you really just someone who's focused no like it, it's about today like how, how do you look at the the future for example I, I i try to i try to see who i'm going to be in like five years i really i really try to like vision that i'm real visual i can really, i can visualize things and uh and i just see i just see myself like a pretty successful individual who just has a bunch of people who he helped and people can say that man that guy really made me feel good he inspired me and uh you know i try to just think that that far ahead but sometimes it's hard for me it really is because i i really I'm, I'm so good at just living in the moment yeah and i i just i i try to though i really do and uh, i haven't like really got there yet but uh, in five years i see myself on a big property maybe 10 plus acres and uh having some kind of some kind of like uh you know, something for men and women to go on the property and we get to show you guys how to light fires, change tires, um, build your own shelter, hunt your own food, just stuff like that. Just things that uh, I think that every man and woman should know how to do. Just the basic fundamentals of life. And I think, yeah. I think it's very important. I think it's very important, you know, just sit, sit around a bonfire. Everybody just talk about their goals, hold each other accountable. But uh, for the most part, it's I, I'm, I'm more of a person that, just kind of like lives in the moment and i just know that if i continue to work hard every day like you know i don't i don't i don't really uh i try to visualize that person five years from now but sometimes it's a little tough for me it is yeah and since i actually like this resonates with me because i'm someone who i've learned to live a lot more just in the here and now over the last couple of years um, and I, what I think is cool, too, is when you talk about who you want to be, say, in like five years, you know, or whatever, it's more related to the type of person you want to be rather than like what you want to have or your, you know, your material possessions or, you know, what, you know, what you want to be doing in your career or whatever. It's more about the person you want to be, you know, an inspiring person who helps others. And, and yeah, so, I mean, 
Yeah, that's, 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 that's awesome. That's, that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. One of my, uh, I'm almost there, but one of my near future goals is, uh, um, I almost have enough for it, but me and my girlfriend, we're going to go down to Tijuana and we're going to build a house for a family in need. So stuff like that. that that's really what I enjoy. I, I enjoy, I'm real passionate when it comes to helping others and just making somebody feel good. And I like to give back when I can. That's, I really, I really do. Sometimes I'm a little too generous, but if somebody needs my help, I'll give you the shirt off my back and I'm going to, I'm going to rock and roll with you and I'm going to help you out. Especially when someone's like not asking for help and I know they need it. I'm, I'm the first to volunteer to go help that person out. But other than that, I just got to keep working hard and just keep chipping away every single day. Like I, it haunts me if I'm not giving it my all for whatever reason. Um, I have to get up and just give it my all every single day. And that's, that's what I've been doing for two years. And it's, it's really, it's, it's, it's showing other people they notice I've been getting a lot of, uh, you know, just people like you, like, dude, this guy just doesn't stop. And it's yeah. like, you know, and, and I appreciate, you know, you taking the time to even having this conversation because it's a, I really enjoy this. I do. I enjoy the challenge of seeing how far we can take it. And I think we're, every, I think every single one of us here, we're a lot, like our bodies are so much more capable than we ask of them. Right. So I think it's very hard for us to overtrain. I think, I think it's really, really, really hard for a human being to overtrain his or her body. And that's something that I've thought about for a really long time. So when I'm in there, I'm not even thinking about overtraining because I'm like, dude, you just got here. Like you just got here. There's no way that you can overtrain in this short period of time. And that's something that really just, I, I, that fire lights and I just give it all I got. And then when I leave, I just, I fuel up, I eat what I'm supposed to eat. And then my body enjoys it. It, it really just two hours later, I'm hungry all over again and I'm like okay I'm doing something right and then I'm just ready to yeah. I'm ready to rock and roll all over again yeah so this and maybe we can like I never know what I'm trying to think we've been going for like 53 minutes I never know if they have like an hour limit on these lives I can't remember I think we can keep going but anyway because this, this is like a really cool topic for me to talk to you about it's just like the idea of overtraining and whether or not you know how, how real overtraining is um, and then obviously like, you know, how we fuel our body to avoid that. But okay. So like, like, yeah, my take on overtraining at this point is I do think that the, the idea of overtraining does exist and we can do too much. But I, I think that in, for most of us in the modern world, it's almost, it's almost like a non-factor just because we live in a world where most of us are sitting more often than we're standing or moving. Um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's so hard for a modern human being to, to really truly, truly overtrain. I mean, it, it does exist. Um, and I think, um, yeah, I guess, uh, I don't know, it, it's a tricky topic. Like, it does exist, but most people I think who say they're overtraining are probably really not. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think, though, like, in terms of, like, how to, um, how to, like, mitigate that or how to, how to allow our bodies to fuel our bodies properly just to keep going more and to essentially not you know, feel overtrained. Well, I hit, I hit, you know, the push pull legs method, you know, to keep, yeah. to keep the body. Cause, cause like, I really think overtraining has to do like with somebody, somebody's joints will go out before their muscles will go out. Yeah. And, uh, that, that's what I've experienced, you know, more than uh, our muscle cause it can handle a lot. I think it's the joints that a lot of people, uh, they, they don't have proper form, like form follows function. So however you're, mm -hmm. however you're performing, you know, you're going to look as good as you're performing. So if you don't have proper technique, 
Like this morning, we were talking about how the 90 degree angle is the strongest angle. That's the strongest angle. In construction, the 90 degree angle is something that's just like rock hard solid. So a lot of guys that aren't lifting, they're not lifting right, they're not eating right, they're not having proper sleep. Like they're, they're over training, but it's almost like they, it could completely be avoided by, by hitting different muscle groups, by really taking the time to really understand the way the muscle moves, the, how the body works, uh, recovery is huge. Um, but I personally have had zero injuries with the intensity that I go. So that's why when I see someone talking about overtraining, I'm just like, dude, you haven't even like got to a point to where you're even, you should even be sore or talking about overtraining. And, uh, but I just like to make sure that I, I hit different muscle groups every month. I, uh, switch my splits. So like tomorrow would be a back day. Uh, and then like this week was just completely different. So tomorrow I'm going to hit some arms. And, I'm, and, I'm, and it's going to be a little bit different because I'm, I'm usually ready to go in there and, you know, do my, my specialty pull-up set that I, that I show everybody in the morning. But I'm going to be doing, a, you know, my arm. So once a month, I kind of switch my split up. Guys who I help, I tell them the same thing. We've got to switch our splits up. And then just, you know, proper, proper form. And a lot of guys go in there. They, they, don't, they don't lift right. They don't, they don't warm up right. And I think a lot of uh, injuries and I think a lot of overtraining can be avoided just from, from proper warm-ups and just learning the basic fundamentals first and just really, really just like eliminate the ego, start from the bottom and slowly work your way up. There's, it's absolutely okay from starting at the lightest weight. Like I get in there sometimes, I have the 15s and I warm it up and I don't think anything about what someone's thinking about the weights that I have. It's, it, it, has, I, it has nothing to do with anybody else. And a lot of guys show up to the gym and they think they have to put these 45s on or a big amount of weight just to kind of fit in. Like, you don't have to do that. I just, right. you know, I show up, I lift the weight that's appropriate for my body for according to my goals. Some days it's heavier than others. And I just make sure I really, uh, you know, nutrition is huge and it could really prevent a lot of injuries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and th th that's a key point. You know, the, the big theme that I'm getting from that is that, yeah, it's joint. We talk about overtraining, and sometimes it's just our joints. Like, it's almost like it's not that the muscles themselves are actually overtrained. It's maybe that we haven't been doing proper form. It is an issue with our joints. We haven't warmed up properly. So, yeah, those are great points. And in terms of nutrition, so what are, what are like, some of the keys that you're doing right now? I know you talked about the four meals a day. There's obviously adequate protein. I mean, what's your, you know, nutrition like aside from what you've already shared? It's, it's a high-protein high diet. Right now I'm consuming 250 grams of protein. Most of my protein that I'm eating, I, I try to keep – the protein that I eat, right, if it's not some red – when I eat red meat, I don't – I just – I go to town on it. But other than that, any, any other protein that I eat, I try to make sure it has the fewest amount of calories in it. So I try to make sure to eat the, my leanest amount of protein, which is uh, – it could be – one of my buddies is a fisherman, so once a month he calls me up and has like 10 pounds of some yellowtail, um, mm -hmm. some yeah. uh, salmon, yellowtail, ahi. So he, he'll bring me you know, a big bag, and I'll have it in my freezer, but a lot of, uh, a lot of lean protein. Um, and this fish was caught in the ocean, so just my body thrives off seafood. My body thrives off red meat. And uh, I, I would eat red meat every single day, but just, just to not lose the abs and to keep myself a little bit, you know, a little bit lean, I try to, uh, I, do it every, I do it every other day. And then, uh, mm -hmm. you know, soon I'm going to do it every day for like three weeks and just to see how my body reacts and responds to it. But I, I try to eat, you know, 50 grams of protein a day, uh, four to five meals a day. Yep. And then uh, my carbs, sweet potatoes, yams, um, a lot of mm -hmm. vegetables. I wasn't consuming much vegetables before, but now I am. 
a lot of broccoli, a lot of asparagus, a lot of yeah. cauliflower, steamed, steamed, steamed vegetables. And uh, my body likes it. I'm responding really good to it. And uh, I just... Sorry, what made you go back, back to eating more vegetables? I, I just wanted to, because I was eating like a lot of oatmeal, a lot of grains as my carbs. And then as I was doing further research, I was just like, okay, well, let me try to get my carbs from a different source and just see how I respond to it. Yep. Just, just with yeah. the new style of training I'm doing, I just like, since I switched up my training splits, I was like, okay, well, don't just switch your training. Let's see what happens if, when you switch your nutrition too. So right. I kind of, I kind of, that's, that's more the reason I did. Um, not, not because they, yeah. they taste good or preference or anything, just, just to see how I respond to it. Yeah, because I see that you like to kind of switch things up. It's funny too, because like we can we can never like control for all the factors, you know. Like we're not like a perfect science yeah. experiment in terms of yeah. our body, but yeah, it is cool to switch things up a lot. So yeah, yeah. But now, do you know about how many? Uh, you know, I know two hundred fifty grams of protein a day, which is a lot temporarily, and I'm sure you like switch sometimes with that. But like, do you know about how many grams of carbs and fats you're eating daily right now? You know what? Um... This this week has been a little bit different, but uh, it was like 60, 60 grams of fats and like 100 grams of carbs. I was keeping my carbs pretty low, protein real high, um, fats because of the intensity I'm doing, the running I'm doing. You know, I want to see how my body responds to it. But that's those are my macros right now, 250 grams of uh, protein, okay. uh, 60 grams of fats, and 100 carbs right now. Yeah, and it's still only yeah, it's probably just under 2,000 calories. This is, see, this is what blows my mind. It's because, like, someone like you, you know, I mean, um, yeah, I think if I did the math right, that's around 2,000 calories. Because um, I'm someone, like, my calorie, my caloric maintenance is somewhere around 3,500, sometimes even close to 4,000. Now, I mean, I am a big guy. You know, I'm six foot two, uh, oh, wow. 210 to 15 right now. But, but like, yeah, for me, like, I actually had a brief period a couple months ago where I went down to, I, I did, like, two weeks of just under 2,000 calories, you know. I lost, like, I think it was, like, nine pounds in the two weeks, you know. But, uh, but I mean, I think it's cool because, like, for me in the future, sometimes I think, like, okay, how, what can I do to make my body more efficient with calories? Because it's an advantage. It's a survival advantage, for one. But then it's also just an advantage to not need as much food. Definitely. Right? To not need so much food. And just in terms of energy levels. Well, right, right. Because, like, I mean, I will feel like I'll, I'll be higher energy if I only eat 2,000 or 2,500 calories. The only thing is I tend to lose weight when I do that. So anyway, right, right, that's right. the end of my Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I completely understand, yeah. And uh, and my body just kind of thrives. When I have that, like, when I have that hunger, I'm just – I perform at my absolute best. So I, I kind of started fluctuating on, on like sometimes when I kind of overeat, like I might have a little bit bigger pump or I might be a little more full, yeah. but I just don't have that. I just don't have that. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that, that warrior gene kind of just tends to kind of just get a little lazy and I'm like, okay, we can't do this. So I kind of just keep it. I keep myself a little bit savage by uh, staying a little bit hungry. You know, I don't completely starve myself. I make sure that you took the word. You took the words right out of my mouth because it's like literally in It's like if we just stay hungry a little bit, like a slight caloric deficit right. is super powerful for the mind. And I'm like, I'm, right now, I haven't been in one much recently. I go in kind of bulking and cutting phases, but it's like staying hungry literally and figuratively is, is huge sometimes. So. And, it, and, it, and it really helps because my girlfriend, she's, she's the same way. She's like-minded. She's, uh, 
she eats, all the food we eat is really clean. Like, I don't have to, like, convince her on what to buy and what not to buy. So sometimes I'm like, hey, could you, yeah. this is all I have to say. Can you, can you give me a meal with 200 grams of protein, uh, 40 grams of carbs, and a little bit of fat? And, like, I'll go outside, clean the yard, cut some trees down, and come back. And I'll have, like, a bowl ready that's just, my macros are done. And I'm like, this is, this is awesome. Like, she's, Love you it. know, so she, she uh, supports the lifestyle, and she uh, absolutely loves what I'm doing. I'm, I'm constantly like working, working out, running, doing stuff, and I still make time. But she, she completely understands. So I, I have zero problems when it comes to like, hey, you're working too hard or too much. Like that, that's never got brought up ever, ever, ever. So I just told her, hey, I'm excited. I got a call with Sean tonight, and uh, you know, she's just let me know if you need anything. I'll be here if you need some help. And it's just like my, she's like my backbone of my support system. So kind of, you know, yeah. I, I think that. It really helps too having somebody by your side who just I cook a lot too though I do so she likes when I cook and then uh, I cook most of my meals but when I'm busy you know she's like hey you know do what you got to do I'll I'll prepare your meals and if I ever have to miss a meal I never stress or worry about it because I'm like big deal like it happened what am I gonna do like get straight back to work so I know that sometimes my next meal is coming up for whatever reason if I have to miss that meal like I would rather miss a meal than have one meal too many. So, mm. and that's, that's, that's what, that's what's worked for me. So I, I like, it happens a couple times out of the month where I'm just real busy and I'm just like, I don't want to stop doing what I'm doing because it's like in the yard or at work or something. I know how important it is to get the meal in. Yes. But for whatever reason, I would rather miss a meal than, than have an additional meal to my, you know, to my day. So, and then, and then it's just that mindset all over again. I'm like, I know I was supposed to eat. Big deal. Like, what are you going to do? Like, suck it up. Just continue mm -hmm. what you're doing, and you'll get it when you get it. And I've never been the type of guy, except yesterday, actually, um, where I ate both meals at the same time because uh, I had full 60. I was going to ask if you like, make up for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go I normally don't do that, but yesterday with the venison, I just I just ate the whole thing. But normally, um, just because I missed the meal, I, I don't I don't eat two meals i just i just don't i just i eat the meal that i'm supposed to eat and then i go to bed that night and i'm just like oh well that was the that's mindset training right there so when a lot of people talk about what's the what's the mindset training behind fitness it's only eating what you're supposed to eat because the temptations are going to kick in those taste buds are going to get real loud and you're going to have to fight the urge of just wanting to indulge in every and and whatever's in you know plain sight when it comes to sweets and any of that junk food but that's where the mindset kicks in. And that's something that I've really like, I've, I've, I've adapted to it. Uh, it. And every day is a battle. Every day it really is. I, I fight the urges every single day, but I, I never live too far ahead. And I just, I eat what I'm supposed to. I tell people just eat according to your goals. That's all you have to do. Just eat according mm -hmm. to your goals. There's a very simple blueprint to this. Eat like this, live like this, live like this, and you will transform into this awesome person who like, I think everybody has like a, um, like they have that like higher them that we're all supposed to really meet. And I, I don't think too many people have got there. I really don't. So I'm really excited to see, you know, if I really give my all and I really apply myself and I do as much as I'm supposed to do every single day, like who can I really become and turn into? And it's, it's really, it's a, it's an exciting like thought that, that I get. And I just, that's what really fuels me. Cause I'm like, I want to meet this like higher me. I really do. I want to see what he's all about. I want to, I want to see what his mind's like. I want to see who he is. But it's like it's like myself in like five years, like kind of how we were talking. It's like, and yeah. I never, uh, I never set a goal for myself that's too short or too long. Because sometimes we might crush it, and sometimes it might it might you know be a little bit longer than we thought. But I just know if I get up every day, 
And I kind of like patiently persistent, right? So we have to be somewhat patient, but every day you have to go head on and attack that goal. Like every day do it. So I asked myself at night, did I do everything I was supposed to do, right? Did I truly apply myself and do everything I was supposed to do? And the answer is 90% of the time is yes. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, who did I make feel good today? Like, did I do anything I regret today? And I just do this like self-evaluation and I ask these like certain questions before I go to sleep. And uh, something I've been doing for like, maybe like a year. I just, I honestly ask myself if I gave it all I got today. And that's like, I know I'm gonna have to answer to myself at night. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, I don't want to answer to this dude. So I'm just like giving it all I got. So when I go home, sometimes those questions are not even there. I just, I just, I crash out, sleep like a baby and I'm ready to go all over again. But I'm just really interested yeah. on a, how far I can take it mentally. Yeah. And I think that, well, I'm one who believes that it all starts with the physical as well with the way we treat our bodies, you know? And so like, maybe for people listening, I like maybe to wrap things up, what I would ask you is if you could give advice for the people, you know, who are still listening and then, uh, you know, who listen afterwards. And, like, you know, when you talk about um, eating, you know, you, we, we got to eat uh, for, for our goals, right? We have to eat for our goals. How, how would you recommend that people get started with that? Would it be learning about macronutrients, proteins, fats, and carbs? Would it be learning about how to cut processed foods? Like, how should someone get started, in your opinion, to eat for your goals, if that makes sense? Well, that's definitely in one way. Yes, macronutrients are huge. They'll definitely get you the body that you're trying to achieve. You know, that's the way to manipulate the body uh, yeah. based on uh, based on your specific goal. Uh, that's number one. Number two, something I like to do with my girlfriend, we, uh, we look up local farmer's markets, and then we like to buy food that was locally grown. You know, we know where that food came from. So um, pretty much eliminate the middleman. Try to eliminate the middleman. So try to go straight to the source when it comes to buying food. So I go to a lot of local butcher shops i go to uh there's a store down here where everything's locally grown when it comes to even vegetables uh any, any type of meats um that's something i'm huge on and another thing i'm not i'm not huge on like you should you should only be carnivore or only be you know vegetarian or whatever whatever diet works best for you for your body go for it that's i right. eat a specific way because it works for me but find a diet that works best for you eliminate processed sugars Eliminate any preservatives, anything that's just anything that has like a long shelf life. It's probably not good for you. So, you know, I, I eat dairy, I eat animal-based diet, carnivore diet, you know, everything that we share back and forth. But I, I really think to, uh, you know, try to eat foods that have the, the fewest amount of ingredients. Every time I go to the store, I would go to Sprouts or we go to Costco. I'm huge. I, I'm the guy who turns the box around and comparing both boxes. I don't really care. Yeah. 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 Yep. I'm sitting there with the protein chain, with the protein powder. Like, all right, which one of these has got the too much sucralose right. and I don't know what else yet. That's exactly yeah. right. So I, I, I normally don't compare prices. I compare ingredients. So I think if you're in the position to compare ingredients, you know, take that route. So most of the time, 90% of the time, you know, it's cheaper for a reason, right? So it has more preservatives, more shelf life. It's probably, you know, a product that's really not good for for us. So something I teach my nephew, he's 10 years old, and he knows this. Uh, he said if he can't, and he's good, he can read. So he says uh, that uh, his uncle taught him that if he can't pronounce it, it's probably not good for you when it comes to ingredients. So, you know, he, he impresses me every day, and he's like, I love him so much, and I'm going to be here for him for the rest of my entire life. And that's something I really show him. He's just like, he already runs on the beach with me and runs on the sand and sends me pictures of his little like 
meal he's eating with his like uh, sugar-free barbecue sauce and just to eliminate sugars and stuff. But yeah, eliminate any sugars, eliminate processed foods, and just try to uh, try to go straight to the source. You know, try to go straight to the source. If anybody lives in San Diego on here, just reach out. There's a Farm Fresh to You. It's a website. That's where I buy all my groceries from. So I buy from Lily Farms Ranch, and I go to uh, farmers markets, farm fresh to you. So I'm re I'm really huge when it comes to you know buying groceries that uh just really like my body thrives off them. A lot of the work that I put in, I wouldn't be able to achieve this without the proper nutrients we need. And that's something that people I used to blame it on them all the time, like oh look what that guy's eating or look what she's eating. But I got to a point in my life where I'm just like that person just doesn't know. Like they yeah. they don't even know. It's not their fault. So whoever yeah. I could whoever I could help out when it comes to you know, eating uh, just uh, just eating real quality, good foods. Like that's that's more what I want to promote besides health and fitness. Like know know where your food is coming from. You know, know how many hands touched it. Try to keep it out of a, a factory and just like, you know, know where it comes from. A hundred percent. Yeah. And while we're at it, I got to give a shout out to Sunshine Harvest Farm. They're the local farm that I go to around here. So you know, um, yes. I, I see that. Yeah. That middle... Yeah. No, I love them. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, these conversations are what we've been going for like an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, I mean, these, we could always just talk forever, I feel like. Um, I guess, I don't know, is there anything else that you uh, feel like you want to share with the people listening to this live? Um, I don't know, what do you think? Covered a lot. Well, just, uh, it was, I think this was perfect timing. You know, a lot, of, a lot of things in my life that happened, they just happened to be at the right timing for whatever reason. And I think uh, it's meant that we had this podcast, you know, right before the New Year's. You know, so if anybody's out there, if anyone's out there wanting to, uh, you know, start their New Year's resolution, there's nothing wrong with New Year's resolution, but, you know, it's just, it, it is just another day. So just whatever that resolution is, like start today, start tonight, start tomorrow. Don't wait till the first. If any of you guys are new to your fitness goals or uh, your fitness journey, just, um, you, it's going it's to be a long journey, right? And there's almost no finish line. So don't get discouraged. Don't quit. Don't give up. I like to tell people, Sean, that fitness is measured in years, right? Fitness is measured in months and years. So a lot of people chase that result, and they don't get there quick enough, and they get discouraged. But it's like there, there was never a finish line, though. So I, how, why did you get discouraged? I don't understand. Like, what, what made you not want to continue to go? So I think once you guys are put on this path, just stick to it for a long period of time. It's going to get tough. You know, there's going to be a lot of long days that you're not going to want to do things but just push through that fatigue and uh, just reach out to anybody who's in a position like yourself or like me and uh you know we're, we're willing to help and give you guys advice that helped us because i remember when i was first starting and i reached out to people that knew and uh yeah anybody on here starting their fitness journey just you know don't stop that's that's all i could say just this happens when you just do not stop and that's something that i just didn't do so that's what worked for me and i think it'll work for them yeah and i would add a couple things to that too. I mean, I would just say that you know, yeah, your, your concept about the the New Year's resolution. And by the way, yeah, this will this will drop as a podcast episode as long as the uh, as long as we have no technical issues when I'm uploading it. But it'll come out. It'll be the first uh, Fitness Friday podcast of the year, so it'll drop not not tomorrow, but next Friday. Um, so that'll be good. But then, yeah, I think what you talked talked about with like New Year's resolutions. I mean, for me, it's about like it's about like New Day's resolutions every day, man. I mean, this life is a day by day thing. How can we do a little bit better today than we did yesterday, and a little bit better tomorrow than we did today? You know, um, I feel like I had another point that I was thinking of, but I kind of lost it. I don't know anything else you. <laughs> yeah, that's, powerful, that's powerful. That that's the day to day. That's that's the power of the day to day. And that's exactly right. Yeah.
Now, and actually now it came back to me, just in terms of, you know, people getting started with their fitness journey, whatever it may be, um, there's a lot of power in just not taking a day off. You know, there's a lot of power in, uh, like, in, in creating kind of non-negotiable little daily commitments and just really staying disciplined. Um, I mean, I've talked about this on my own Instagram and on the podcast before about how we need to treat discipline the same way we treat goals in the sense of we need to make it something that's very clearly defined. What are we going to do? You know, not just like, oh, I'm going to focus more on my fitness this year. Like, no, we need to have it more clearly defined. Like, what does that mean? Okay, I'm going to go to the gym, you know, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and do these exercises and it's non-negotiable or whatever, you know, like make a very concrete plan. And it doesn't have to be like the most challenging plan in the world. Just make some plan that's challenging but that you know you can stick to and then stick to it regardless of the circumstances don't don't give yourself excuses you know so that's yeah. exactly that, right that's exactly right 2023 let's uh let's all eliminate the amount of excuses we make and maximize the effort so we can get to our goal as quick as and safe as we can right couldn't have said it any better man yeah um yeah i don't know julian thank you again i mean anything else we want to add you know that that was awesome, Sean. Um, that was it. That was it. That was yeah. We can we can keep going and going and going. But I, I think uh, we covered a lot of ground today. And uh, always good, good to see you. Good to talk to you. Much love, you Sean. Too. Always. So uh, yeah, man. Tomorrow. Yeah, give you a call tomorrow. We'll, we'll talk get, tomorrow. We're gonna get after tomorrow. Thank you, everybody who tuned in. Thanks again, Julian. Thank you guys. Peace. Have a good night. Good night, Sean. Thank you.